Welcome to Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers in Springfield, Jacksonville, and Taylorville. Call now, 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, go, go, gadget mobile. gizmos, and games. Let's Talk Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on 927-WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I got Bowl in the studio. How are you today, sir? I'm pretty good. Awesome. Uh, a little chilly, not too yeah. bad. It's, you know, going to be mid-70s today. Nothing too hot, nothing too cold anyways. Maybe a light jacket temperature, but... I, hey, I'm still wearing my shorts, so... <laughs> it's definitely fall out. <laughs> yes. We're in yes. the middle of fall, which means we are back at our recycling events. Oh, yes. So yes. as of today, we are in Hillsboro. Uh, awesome. I didn't find out the exact times, but they're typically 9 to noon, somewhere in that time frame. So uh, Hillsboro has a recycling event where awesome. we will be there accepting any recycling from the residents. Uh, For their computers, yeah. their televisions, whatever the yeah. whatever you got that needs to recycle. That, maybe. That's an hour away, so there's there's really not a whole lot of areas set up to safely dispose of this sort of stuff. So that is one of the services that we offer as we go to oh, these fairly yeah. far away areas. You know, Peoria, Hillsboro, we go up to some areas near Chicago even. Um, and because the, the residents in those areas, they don't have an easy way to recycle TVs, monitors, a lot of ele- other electronic components. So we go and we set up shop and we offer a one-day recycling event where uh, most of the time you just go to the little uh, local center square or whatever it is. You're a little park somewhere set up. Um, sometimes in the parking lot of a bigger business is like yeah. a, a Walmart or a Sam's or something. We've done those before. Drive and, in and yep, just yeah, open drive up your truck. Open up your truck or wherever. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Open it up and we just take the recycling from you. That's that's amazing because like Hillsboro, it is a smaller, definitely a smaller community. So it's great to have a place and and probably a lot of people there probably just kind of like me. I mean, even though I have plenty of places to take it to here in Springfield, you know, I stack stuff up. I feel like like the summertime or the spring, I should say, and then the fall time, I put stuff in my garage and just kind of stack it anywhere and, and kind of out of sight, out of mind. and Yeah, there are way more electronics nowadays than there used to be, and even though they are a lot more efficient, and a lot of the times oh, they yeah. weigh a lot less, we're still getting very similar amounts of weights from the older CRT oh, TVs yeah. to the newer you know, phones and uh, iPods and laptops and computers. These things are a lot smaller and weigh a lot less than the older electronics do, but we're getting similar weights, so you accumulate electronics as the year goes by. A lot more things have electronics in them, oh, so yeah. it's harder to dispose of them in general. So, like you were just saying, just throw them in a closet or in the garage somewhere and just kind of put them in that little box, you yep. know, just out of sight, out of mind. You just don't think about it. <laughs> you, don't, you can't throw it in the garbage, but most right. people just don't want to in general. You want right. to make sure this stuff you, stays you, out of the just general trash and rubbish pile. Well, you want to you want to do the right thing for the environment yeah. because I mean to recycle it. That's that's the right thing to do. Yep. And you like you said, you don't want to throw it in the trash. You, you want to recycle that. Yep, and we have several certifications that show what we do with our electronic recycling, so we know for certain where its end result actually right. goes to. We don't just we're not audited just ourselves. We are audited several times a year. We're not just audited ourselves, but we audit our downstreams as well, so that we sure. make sure none of this stuff ends up like in the ocean anywhere, or there was one where the guy was burying a whole bunch of TVs in a pit somewhere in 
was it Louisiana, I think? Yeah, I think so. I, think I don't remember right. exactly where it was, but uh, yeah, that is horrible for the environment. Yeah, that's absolutely. that's not acceptable at all. So we make sure everything is disposed of properly, especially with everything having your like your username and your passwords. Yeah. and you don't want to just go leave it outside, you know, in front of your building like people have done. Yep. And that's not the right thing to do because you can get fined yep. for that on top of it. But your information's out there. Every, yep. Everything that you. Everything that you do, it's like you have that username and that password, and somebody gets a hold of it, they know about you. I mean, and it's easy... It's easy. People don't think about that stuff. No, and most of the time when you put a password on just like your laptop or your computer, it's it just stops whoever has uh, access to that physical device, sure. and it is very easy to remove that password. So uh, if you have photos or videos oh, yeah. or any of that kind of information on a computer, yeah, you want to make sure it is disposed of properly. That is one of our certifications is yeah. that we make sure all the drives are either wiped three separate times or physically destroyed so we are certified in data destruction absolutely we, because yep. not just chopping the laptop in half that's not gonna yeah. wipe your data you can still have the hard drive intact as you yep. had in the past as we've talked about yep. here and they're getting smaller and smaller with oh. they used to be the older ide bigger oh, yeah. hard disk drives and now they are nvme m sata drives where they're just they're a little chip instead of an yeah. actual physical component so they're much smaller so yeah, oh, yeah. you could destroy 80 percent of that computer and still miss the piece of in piece of technology that holds all of your data on it and you just take that out and put it in another one and boom they have access to anything that you stored on the computer not like not like the old days you know the, when we didn't have all we didn't have all that yeah. we didn't have that does include auto logins as well so oh, that yeah. was one thing you were talking about people's username and password you oh, don't yeah. even necessarily need that if you plug a drive into a computer and just go on the internet and it auto logs into your facebook your twitter your bank account your email if you have the password saved on that sort oh, yeah. of stuff, it's very important that you make sure that device is disposed of properly. Absolutely. So that your information doesn't get leaked anywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And because, and also too, I mean, a lot of times with those auto logins, people don't have a two-factor setup. Yes. So that would, pre- I mean, that could prevent that, but a lot of times people just don't yep. do it because they don't want to mess with it. Yep. Unfortunately. And that's not the right thing to do either. That's where yeah. security and convenience yeah. Are very, two opposite ends of the scale there. So the easier yeah. you make it to log into your account, if you just leave your computer desktop out in front of our store when we're not open, which is illegal. Right. If somebody walks by before we open and find your electronics, they could just pick the box up, walk away. Suddenly they have access to anything that you have given that computer auto access to. Kind of reminds me back in the old days when you had the, the paper credit cards and it had your account number all over that paper credit card, you know, and people could go in your trash and they could go pick yeah. that up, you know, and see what your your number was because people didn't dispose of it yep. properly or shred it. I know with <laughs> even with the plastic credit cards now, it's advised to cut it into four different oh, yeah. pieces and put those pieces in different trash cans so it's not all in one location together in case people decide to piece it to get back together. Oh, oh yeah, because you got that little chip in there. Yep. So and if you don't cut through that chip, then yeah, they can easily... Yep clone that card. Most of the time you only get rid of your credit card when the account is closed or expired. expired. So it's yeah. it, it's not really an issue too much anymore, but it's always 
good to be oh, extra yeah. cautious yeah. about that sort of stuff. You can never be you can never be mm-hmm. too safe with with anything. Personal like that. data yeah. is oh, a yeah. billion dollar industry <sighs> today, so well, any we, information that you leave on a computer, I mean, any little tidbit of information people can use on you, just to even like advertise to you, to sell things to okay. you, to you know send you spam emails. Well, well, like, anything like that. Well, like, I mean, Google, I mean, they're always sending you that timeline, so they're always watching yeah. you. Big Brother's always watching mm-hmm. you. And then we had, what, the Facebook settlement for Illinois a few, you know, what was it, two years ago or three years yep. ago? And then now we've got another, you know, Facebook settlement yep. that people are going to be getting money back for. And that's the whole United States, so that's, right. uh, yeah. they did announce that that's looking like it's going to be between 25 and 30 bucks. Yeah. Which, not a whole lot of, not a whole no. lot of money, but a little bit's better than that. Nothing the way I, I look at it. But then again, what what does your data cost? Yeah. You know, I don't care how much money I get out of it. What I care is I want the fine associated with it to be more than the amount of money that they made, or at least enough to dissuade people from doing it in the future. If they sell our data for a billion dollars and it's a you know five hundred million dollar fine, it, right. you made five hundred million profit off of that. So yeah. that's not. Kind of like a slap in the... Yeah, that's not flag. acceptable. You yeah. made a profit off of doing something that was illegal, and sure, you only made half the profit you made or whatever the <laughs> numbers work out to be. But yeah, the the fines and the fees associated with data breaches and with selling personal information, I think it needs to be at least adequate to dissuade people from doing it in the future. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, because I think, like I said, I just think that they're just too too lenient with yep. those with those fines my personal yep. my personal opinion on that so they got in trouble in Illinois and then they got in trouble for the oh. entire United States so it is at least two class action settlements that have gone against Facebook specifically we've seen other ones for like Snapchat was one oh, the yeah. Google Pictures I think was one yeah Google Fo- which I never did get my money I, for n- that. I never got that either as a matter of fact that's and uh I think the Snapchat. No, I did get the Snapchat yeah, I got one. Snapchat I haven't one. got the fa- the second Facebook or the Google Pictures one. So I don't think they've issued the checks for that second Facebook yeah. one. They're just talking about how much uh, that you could yeah. get. I think that will be coming pretty soon, though. Yep. So, oh, I guess we need to take a quick commercial break, uh, and we'll be right back after this. The phone lines are open. 217-629-7970. Welcome back to the BLA Show on 92.7 WMAY. And if you like to stream us, we've got the WMAY app. You can stream us all over the world, all over the country. Uh, and feel free to call in, 217-629-7970. This week here, I wanted to talk about Apple. Apple was the big the big thing, the iPhone yep. 15. The Apple the, event on Tuesday that yes, they had. Yep. Yes, the, I, uh, the USB-C. Yep. Uh, a lot of people excited. I know I had several friends went ahead and pre-ordered the new iPhone 15 because they're excited about the having everything be USB-C. They yeah. already had their iPad a USB-C, so they're pretty pretty darn excited about that. And yeah, I thought it was funny the way that they framed it. Well, they were like, we are excited to do this. We, you know, it's yeah. we've been uh, leaders in innovation and now all of your devices will be unique and they they just don't mention that they're essentially forced to do this right. by EU regulations right. but uh, 
whatever. It is what it is. It's just funny that they mentioned that the the MacBooks and some of their other t- uh, iPads have had the USB-C for years now, and finally right. we're making our phones and the earpods in. Which they the should have done. They should have done a long time yeah, ago. They really, done it a while ago. Yeah. They should have started like with the iPhone 13 at least. Yep. Is what they should have done. In my opinion, should have done. Yep. But they yeah. Apple is number one name brand that likes that proprietary. Oh, yeah. Our software, our physical components. They yeah. held on to that Lightning cable for as long as they could, and I mean, it, it was. It's a uh, a great piece of technology. It really. Oh is. yeah. Absolutely. USB C is just a little bit better. It is much more universal, um, so you can use. This on all of your devices now, and I mean, look where they started from—from from the original iPhone, which was with the 18-pin, yep. I think it was called, to the, that light. Remember exactly what it was, but yeah, yeah. it's a real big yeah. charger port. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, they've always done things their own way. Uh, they are number one software when it comes to uh, end of life. They oh, yeah. predetermine end of life. They cut software off at a certain point. And if your physical hardware can't run the latest software, that machine is considered essentially dead, even if everything is perfectly fine in it. Well, I, iOS 17, you're just talking about software. iOS 17 comes out on Monday, they said. And so end of life for the iPhone 8 because they're not going to support that yep. because that iOS 17 won't won't support it at all. So, yep, you could have a perfectly good working phone right, that absolutely. has survived for this amount of time, but it's referred to as the ecosystem where everything else kind of around it moves on and your device is just... Kind of stuck there. Kind of stuck there, yeah. Some of the components inside of it are just slightly worse than some of the new things nowadays, but there that difference is required, so... Right. Keep keep moving on. The, yep. You know, the, with, you know, like Verizon, they've turned on their 5G around here. Yep. Um, the north side's starting to get that all lit up. So, yeah, so a lot of the older phones, they won't support that. Yeah. So this is another. If you just I mean, don't I guess, see it and you just don't right, run it, then. Right. Another great thing. So with them, Apple innovating like this and, and yep. doing this. And I believe they're also discontinuing support for the Mac O. What was it? The Mac OS, the Sonoma, I believe it was. Yep. Yeah, that one's. They that usually one's... only have two behind the current oh, is OS, it? whatever it is. So uh, I don't use Mac, the MacBook. So I do a little bit. I mess with Macs a tiny bit. I can do some repairs on them, but I am much more of a Windows person than I oh, am yeah. an Apple person. I feel like the 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 Windows is a lot easier, probably yeah. a lot easier to work on in, in the computers themselves. Really, for, for me, the personal decision came down to video games. <laughs> I mean, I use Windows because I play video games, and Apple is not great for video games. Uh, I gotcha. They have gotten a lot better over the past couple years, but uh, yeah, they're just not quite up to the standards that Windows is. And back to back to software um, brings up another thing with the iPhone 12 in yeah. France. Uh, France wanted Apple to stop making the iPhone 12 because of the radiation, I believe, yeah. is what they said. They actually it was. wanted a, a recall on all of the phones that were had been sold. They... When the phones were originally sold, they were in compliance of the amount of radiation that they give off. There's a certain limit that is acceptable, that is non-harmful to humans. Uh, I guess there was an update that came out for the iPhone 12 specifically. It doesn't mention the 12 Pro. It just mentions the 12s that, I guess, put that amount of radiation over the legal limit of whatever is acceptable. And there's supposed to be an update that will reduce that back down to whatever is the acceptable limit. And uh, so, yeah, France has officially announced that 
they are to be stopped being sold, and uh, you need to do a recall on, on all of them until the issue is resolved. Wow, it's mind-blowing that just a piece of software yep. controls that. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't think about a software controlling that. You would think it, it either emits that much radiation or it doesn't, not not software. It's got to be it's got to do something with the uh with power distribution. Sure. If they run so much electricity through certain component, it heats up to a certain amount and it gives off so much radiation, whereas if you double that amount, it doesn't hurt the board, but it might give off too much radiation. So, it's just it's a it's got to be a power management thing that they just have to reduce the amount of power by fractions of a watt and yeah. everything should be fine there. I know that was always one of my favorite things to do with my custom gaming computers is going oh. into the BIOS and you can actually change the amount of electricity that runs through oh. your RAM and your processor and you can overclock it as essentially what oh, it's yes. called. Oh yes. Okay. Overclock yeah. it. Okay. So yeah. it might be that, that kind of sounds like they uh, hmm. after they built these phones and sold them, they were doing some testing and found some way where, hey, it run the we some component or something runs more efficient if we have things ran like this, and then they didn't realize that. It caused another yeah. another issue. Yep. Kind of what we've talked about in the past, came a cat, cat and mouse. Excuse yep. me if I could talk here. Came a cat and mouse. Yep. And that's you, I mean, true with hackers, too. You know, they're always looking for that back door. Yep. So... This here just so happens that, you know, the government caught it and, and yep. France and uh, told Apple, you got to do something about this right now. <laughs> got to keep Central. an eye on this sort of stuff. We have electronics all around us that are constantly giving off different various waves. Um, like your Bluetooth, like your yeah. Bluetooth, for instance. Yeah, yeah. like this... Uh, what was it? Where is that? The free over-the-air TV oh, yeah, that the was five, announced? Oh, yeah, the 5G. They, yep. they st they're starting it this week in Boston, I think it yep. was. So it's just it, the the way that it works right now with the Internet and with cable is it's a direct connection. So my computer is connecting to whatever server or whoever is providing my cable, whereas this is they just have something out, uh, so a satellite, or not a satellite, uh, antenna or something yeah, out that is antenna. just emit emitting a wave and there's no connection needed for me to receive that wave. I can just turn on my whatever device it is and get free over the air television. Through 5G, yeah. yeah. That's, that's going to be interesting. It would mm -hmm. be interesting how that works and, you know, if it rolls out like to here yeah. and to see what it what happens with that. It is pretty cool to think that you would just getting, if your device is capable of receiving these 5G communications, even without any kind of service, since the, the waves are just being broadcast in the air, there's no connection that needs to be established. The people broadcasting it don't necessarily necessarily care if you're receiving it. That's the way it works now is we send something out, sure. they receive it, and they send a notification back. So there's that connection that's been established between the two devices. Whereas this is, they just, they're just Broad. broadcasting to the air. Anyone who wants it takes it. It's just, so that's sort of similar to the iPhone where every device gives off some kind of different a little signal, little, little signal, little wave. Something like that. It's, oh. gotta, it's all got to stay in compliance. All right. We need to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after this. If you'd like to join in, 217-629-7970.
computers and internet with BLH Computers on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Welcome back to the BLH Show on 92.7 WMAY. I wanted to bring up the Netflix uh, DVDs. We've kind of talked about it here. They're ending their service here in about 10 days. And everything, I feel like everything old is kind of new again because now there's another service who's starting to offer the DVDs uh, called Scarecrow, I think it is. So I I don't know how that makes me feel, a company called Scarecrow. but Yeah, I I, I like the name, but yeah, you're right. Just from a, a public image uh, yeah. facet of it. It's like, uh, where do you get your DVDs from? Oh, I go to Scarecrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it is funny. I I love that you mentioned that, that uh, w- some things when they end, other things begin. And I couldn't, I, I really couldn't imagine somebody trying to corner the DVD by mail market, even with Netflix deciding to step out of the game and them actually deciding that they would give away a right. massive portion of their inventory just for free. You randomly get the one to 10 DVDs that are on your list, just given to you with no return. Whereas, yeah, this company has decided that they will be doing a DVD by mail right. service. $12, $12 for shipping for six discs, I think it said in the in the article. So, I mean, I don't think that's too awfully bad to to get them sent to you. No, that's not too bad at all. It's funny that it mentions that you have to be approved by a uh, manual application. Yeah, so kind of kind of old school, yep. I guess. Get away. Yeah, it's I mean, just everything. Like you said, everything old, kind of kind of new again, I guess, in some respects. But there's a lot of people that still use DVDs. Heck, I know some a lot of people that still even use VCRs. Still, yep. they they love their VCR and they don't want to. It's funny that a lot of VHS tapes actually last longer than DVDs will. There is oh, a yeah. shelf life to both of these things. Uh, oh, just yeah. DVDs are they are less of a shelf life, and if people are still using them, is great. But eventually, they will stop working. Not even the players themselves, but just the discs will eventually stop. The data in them becomes corrupted, oh, yeah. or the uh, there's physical damage to them. Oh, it's yeah. easier to physically damage them than it is a VHS tape. So. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. And then speaking of things shutting down, AT and T has been kind of on the up and up, shutting down their DSL lines, which has yeah. I think been happening for a little while. Yeah. But they're trying to really force it for for what the yeah. ones that are still operational and get you onto the get you onto the fiber and yeah most of the time the people who have held on to DSL all the way to the very end it's because there are no other options available right. there's just the the infrastructure is not available in your location that would be great if AT&T is going out and putting in the infrastructure especially if it's fiber optic that is a massive right. overwhelming right. advantage uh, well i think a lot of a lot of these places have gone kind of wireless i guess would be a way yeah. To say it using the cell tower since they've buying up all the spectrum. You know, AT&T bought up a bunch of spectrum, T-Mobile, yep. Verizon. They've all just bought the spectrum, and now they're starting to finally launch it. You starting to utilize it and launching their 5G networks and uh, using that for your internet. So it's they don't have to run those wires everywhere, yet you can still get great service. Yep, from a tech standpoint, hardlined will always beat wireless. Yeah. Nine, nine, 99 times out of 100, there you don't have to worry about like weather, uh, satellite 
internet satellite oh, yeah. TV is weather dependent. So if you oh, there's yeah. a storm outside, you could very well not get service to any of that stuff. Whereas the physical fiber optic, it just if there is a, an actual break in the cable, which right. is usually buried underground, so that's a lot more difficult to do. Um, so yeah, hardline will always be wireless, but at least. Having wireless in the area is, uh, as long as it's an option. I hope that they're not removing DSL from people and it's just unfortunate. You you lose internet altogether. That's your only option. You can't necessarily keep supporting this this an old structure yeah. yeah exactly an old structure so it makes sense for them to decide with we talk about the ecosystem with everything oh, yeah. else moving on some things just cannot keep up they're just not physically made to keep up if right. they were made uh, you know back in the day or I mean, they might the be perfectly. Things. It might be they might be perfectly good, but like you said, yeah, they're just not made to keep up yep. because new newer technology has come out and now just surpassed this, it by such an amount. Right, and this technology can't talk to the newer yep. technology because they don't go backwards compatible. I guess would be the yep. right way of looking you at it. You can't put a Blu-ray in a DVD player <laughs> yeah. unless it's made to play Blu-rays. But that's the difference between DVD and a Blu-ray as far sure. as what plays on your screen is just code. It's just the way that the device unpacks the code and reads it and displays on the screen what it is that you see. So if it just can't read the code correctly... It doesn't function. Right. So that's where this older technology, unfortunately, just can't keep up with nowadays. So they really, yeah, they need to... I hope that they're putting uh, fiber optic oh. in these places. But yeah, I hope it's so not too. Guaranteed, unfortunately. Yeah. And then talking about AT and T too, they they have some new prepaid plans for the people that don't want the postpaid. Uh, they launched a new prepaid plan with 35 gigs of hotspot data um, at Walmart, Target, and Dollar General uh, about two weeks ago. They Very launched nice. that. Yeah. So it's nice, another option, nice little option. I think it's 65 bucks with auto pay. For those that you know just want something, you don't want to be tied down to a tied down to a plan. Yeah, that's actually not that's not terrible. I think that's one of the cheaper ones that they that is available, especially for you said a thirty five gig hotspot. Yeah, thirty five amount. Yeah, thirty five gigs of hotspot data. That's it's that's quite a, quick to use up if you just keep oh, it on and you do like you know live streaming or movies. Just, you, just general internet usage yeah. is perfectly fine. But yeah, movies, TV shows, even music can eat up that much. Oh yeah, and, data and pretty quickly, and especially with the higher resolutions too, that'll yeah. really eat up the data. If you've got like the yep. four, I want to say four K TVs, that'll probably eat it up pretty. Yeah, that eats pretty. it up extremely quickly. The <laughs> difference between like four eighty p and ten eighty p is almost yeah. double the amount yeah. of data that you would use. So, and you don't. Th- I mean, you don't think about that. You just think, hey, I'm turning this on. I'm watching the TV. It should work. And I don't want to watch it in that older quality where yeah. it's just you know kind of. I want look, I want it nice yeah. and just you know no no pixel pixel boxes. I kind of wanted to mention something more about the iPhone event. Oh sure, they yes. were one of the main things that they had talked about was uh, some of the improvements with the iWatch that they had and just the way that it interacts with your other devices. And one thing that I in particular that I thought was very cool is that there is a new gesture that it will be capable of. Oh, and you will be able to do an input command, so like a, a click is basically what it is. By wearing this watch and by tapping your first 
finger and your thumb together twice. So with no technology attached to your finger or your thumb other than this watch that is around your wrist, it can tell when you have put an input in by just tapping your fingers together. It mentioned that it used three different sensors to come to this, and it, uh, it's crazy that this piece of div, uh, technology on you, it has biometric sensors built into it so it can read your like blood pressure your muscle movement your electromagnetic negative signals that go in your hand so just by sitting there if you get a notification or if you get a phone call you wouldn't even have to look at your watch you could answer it by just double clicking your index finger and your thumb together that's crazy yeah i think i love the way that technology advances and i love that they are able to use these three just they're kind of just standard sensors that read, you know, various uh, elements of who you are, but they can use them in accordance with one another to figure out, oh, hey, this person double-clicked his finger and his thumb together. We can set that as a gesture so that it answers phone calls. You can pause music. You can, you know, activate the AI that's in there. Well, and it's also saved people, saved lives for people too. With yeah. some of the some of these in the past, with the technology that they have, like your their heart, their heart stopped beating or they fell down, it detected yep. that they fell and they're not moving, and it called nine one one for yep. them and got them the help that they needed. Not you know, and the person didn't have to do anything. Yeah, which is even crazy. That's too. the kind of technology that I really do like and yeah. I approve of. That. I don't. It, it seems intrusive that they would be monitoring your biometrics almost twenty four seven. But it is kind of something you sign up for when you decide to use this technology. But in the event of an emergency, yeah, that's a fantastic use of it. Well, and I and I know too. They have talked about in the past also monitoring people with diabetes yep. with their blood sugars. Yeah, and they were going to come up with a way with the watch to be able to do that. Yeah, I think we talked a little while ago about the iWatch is being banned in the United States because they developed a chip that was too close to a chip that somebody else had developed that did that exact same thing. Um, But for diabetic patients, yeah, figuring out a way to measure their blood sugar without actually sticking sticking something, without creating some kind of hole in your body somewhere. That would be pretty, really amazing. That would be Mm -hmm. actually pretty breakthrough technology if they come up with that and get to do that for people. Yeah, I have to look into, because we talked about that, the the watch having that sensor built in and it being banned in the United States, at least for future sale until they've resolved the patent uh, lawsuit or whatever it was. But if (laughs) if something like that were to happen, you know, I I think I would get an iWatch and maybe even move over to the iPhone just just for that, just to have that. That's how they get you. Peace of mind. That's how they get you. If the cell phones are, they're comparable. They're very comparable. Uh, It's the other technology that works with the phone that, you know, you might be interested in. Oh, yeah. If you don't have an Android or an Apple and you get in like my car, it it auto connects to Android or Apple CarPlay. So if you don't have one of those, it won't talk to the center console and it won't do the same thing that my iPhone does. That could very well sell you on getting yeah. one of these models. Well, and, and two, what's kind of selling me now on the iPhone 15 is the USB-C. I'm, I'm yep. going to be honest, because that's one reason I have the Android. I, I like the USB-C and my iPad, when I bought the iPad mini, it had the USB-C and I really enjoyed that, not having to get new chargers. So this would this is going to be a selling yep. point for, definitely for me, I know that. Cool. 
And uh, I don't know. Do you have you have Android or Apple? Nope, I have Apple. You yep. have Apple. Okay. Yep. So I got a 12 Pro. So that's why I was Pro. like, mm, this 12. Let me read this article real quick. <laughs> I need to okay, see if it it's affects not the 12 me. Pro, which is good, but yeah, if it was just an update that changed whatever issue. They need to send out an update to make it in compliant or recall all those phones. Right, absolutely. But yeah, now, I will look forward. I will also look forward to upgrading my phone so that I have USB C for. Okay. I mean, I have USB C for like my headphones, for some of my other tablets, even like my. I have an HP tablet that charges through USB C. So, getting all of my electronics on the, the same. same sort of yeah input is. Yeah, that's great. why I was just going to ask you: Are you going to pre-order that iPhone 15 for for you, or are you going to wait a little I, bit? I don't know if I'll. I I don't typically pre-order stuff, so we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right. Well, we need to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back after this. Phone lines are still open, 92.7, the BLH show. Uh, phone lines are open, 217-629-7970. And I wanted to bring up uh, EVs. We, we talk about them quite a bit. And and uh, there's a plant coming to here to Illinois where they're going to be making the batteries for those. A Chinese plant, um, I believe it's called Go Notion. Am I, if I'm saying that correctly? Gosh. I think it's Goshen is what Goshen, it is. Goshen, excuse yeah. me. Goshen. Yep. Yeah, and they're coming to, uh, I believe it's, what did we say, Mantino? Yeah, Mantino is Man- what it looks like anyways. Yeah, Mantino, Illinois. Um, so it would be interesting because it's being a Chinese a Chinese company making these batteries, you know, right here in Illinois, is it is it going to be really American-made then at that point or just a Chinese-owned uh, company at there? So... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely, I, I'm positive on the idea of us having a set place here in the United States that builds these EV batteries. We are looking oh, yeah. at much more electronic vehicles in the future. Oh, we are looking at trying to make them a lot more energy uh, Fish, yeah. efficient. Yeah, that's yeah. the word I was looking for. Um, so it's great. Uh, yeah, I don't like necessarily that it's a Chinese company that is building in the United States. They are using an already existing building, so they're just uh, redoing it, Re- to help retooling save it, basically resources. Yeah, for it. Um, yeah, absolutely. And and with you know with Tesla's using up a lot of batteries. I don't know if they'll they'll be ones buying these batteries or how theirs theirs works, or if it's going to be the other like Ford, GM, you know, automakers buying these batteries. Um, but yeah, being right here in Illinois and you've got the, what the automaker Rivian, I believe in Bloomington. Um, I don't know if the, how many EVs they have. I haven't really looked into all their products uh, yeah. for a while. So maybe they'll be buying some of these batteries. It'll be, uh, uh, I guess quick on the shipment for them. Yeah. Um, it, it says in here that the goal is to make uh, profitable electronic vehicles under a $50,000 price point. So I guess that is a pretty good goal yeah, to have. And absolutely. we just, we needed an actual uh, electronic vehicle battery manufacturer. And instead of ordering them from overseas, we're having them built here in the United States. All right. I think we got a call coming in here. Let's see if we can get it. Hello? You're not... Oh. Nope, that's okay. 
I guess they they hung up on us. Well, call her. Uh, go ahead and try calling again, 217-629-7970. I mean, that certainly is positive for the electronics recycling aspect in the United States. Batteries are always a bit of an issue. They're a tricky thing to deal with, so to have some place that they will go and, you know, hopefully the components will be reused successfully right. would be fantastic and here within the United States so that it's local Right. Everything just stays and, and be recyclable, too. Yep. I don't know how, on the recycling side, um, how the batteries work yeah. um, for vehicles and uh, if it would affect, affect your business as far as being able to recycle those or whatnot. Um, on these batteries. I mean, I'm I'm sure that Leo, if he doesn't already know about this, he this would be something that he would love to know about because yeah, sure. we are always looking for better ways to handle things, better ways for our downstreams to handle. So if this is an endpoint for something like big car sure. batteries or lithium ion batteries, that would be great. Oh, we got. It says it's going to make like 2,800 jobs Hello. or something. You're on. You're on the BLH show. Caller, are you there? Hello? Oh, he hung up. Again. Okay. Sorry. Try again. <laughs> Try again, caller. <laughs> but yeah, uh, one thing that we were kind of talking about off air is that we have our Black Friday sale that is com- going oh, to be yeah. coming up soon. And uh, how many computers that we have that we're just, we're not going to be able to do anything with because uh, the way that technology advances in such a way. Sure. Uh, so we'll have tons of batteries for computers that will need to be recycled. So Oh, yeah, absolutely. That would be great if all these laptop batteries somehow made their way to this plant and were turned into oh, EV car, batteries. Yeah, yeah, car batteries, EV batteries. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yep. I don't know exactly yeah. what components in batteries can be reused necessarily. but Well, and there's some states, I believe California being one of them, and I think there's another state where they're trying to phase out the gas cars by 20 35, and I know that there's been some bills and some laws, and I don't know all the specifics, where they're trying to stop that because they're not sure about the EVs and uh, having everything EV by then. Yeah. And that, I mean, you're still going to have, you're still going to have your gas cars. So, you know, you can't just... I don't think you can just phase it, phase that out. Say we'll see. Yeah, yeah. You definitely don't know for sure. But if the plan is to phase out gasoline vehicles by a certain time, then having a plant here in the United States that builds these batteries yeah. to order is definitely going to make things a, a lot more, uh, just a lot better on everybody. Oh yeah, for sure, yep. for sure, absolutely. But uh, yeah, um, I'm just. And it just, it's just amazing how the EVs have evolved and how, yeah. how the mileage has increased slowly. Yeah. I mean, before, when they first started out, I feel like they were only a couple hundred miles. Now they're up to, what, four or 500 miles yeah. on a single charge. There's a lot more charging stations available oh. than there used to be, so it is definitely progressing oh. in a, yeah. a positive way. But I do still feel like there's uh, there are a lot of issues. There are several oh, concerns yeah. still with them. So it's right for people to be concerned but you said what 2035 yeah 2035 is what i read I mean, yeah that's like 12 years from now so that is a good amount of time for them to kind of figure out a lot of the technology behind the, the evs that where the, the little issues rely at. i think my my, per, my personal thing is how long it takes to charge a vehicle yeah. yeah i mean i mean and you can't 
and not every place has the charging points. I mean, I know that like the county market over on Dirksen, they just put in a whole bunch of EV stations there. But I mean, there's not a, still not a lot of places. Yep. And if you're on if you're on the road, and I don't know if the rest areas have up updated theirs to include some EV charging points, that would be yep. another good another good way to be able to charge vehicles if they haven't done that yet. And the infrastructure, if it's only able to handle so much electricity being transferred at any given moment, sure. if you have 10 vehicles plugged in and charging at the same time, you might not be able to actually plug an 11th vehicle in and have it charged. Sure. So if we're going to be fully electric by you know 10 years from now, the, we have to make sure that the backbone, the actual infrastructure of our entire country can handle that sort of thing. Can we handle multiple, multiple houses and public areas charging electronic devices. I mean, there is an actual difference in your electric bill if you have one cell phone plugged in or if you have 10 cell phones plugged in. Absolutely, yeah. So there's a difference if you have one vehicle or two vehicles or 10 vehicles. And I think, too, about, you know, the the fires and the power grid. Oh, yep. how, how do they get a hold of you? So you can find us online at blhcomputers.com or our uh, Facebook or our uh, Twitter account. Uh, you can call 1830. Sorry, you can come and see us in Springfield, 1832 Stevenson Drive. We are open until 5 p.m. today. Our 123 West Main Cross in Taylorville is closed. Our 426 South Main in Jacksonville is open until 5 p.m. We will see you next week. All right. See you next week. Thank you. Bye.